0: Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbele, today again recording from my podcasting room. It's interesting actually being in my podcasting room because the topic for today is the bohemian artist. The bohemian artist was an archetype through, I guess, my early life, probably the first 20 or so years of my life. This came through a variety of factors, from probably when I was born, periodically, up until, I guess, soon after my parents' divorce... My mother was a full-time author. She did have a brief stint where she wasn't a full-time author, I think just after my brothers were born, if I recall correctly. But aside from that, her profession was her writing. And in doing that, she encountered and introduced me to a wide variety of folk who were bohemian artists, fundamentally. When I was 19, I was introduced to a group of folk in Adelaide, South Australia, broadly called the Insect Collective, They featured two individuals, one who, in fact, I think both these individuals I'm still friends with on Facebook, curiously enough. The first one, the fellow who was, I guess, the PR guy for the team, was a distant relation of mine. And because we shared the family name of Simpson, he is a Simpson, I am a Simpson back maybe three or four generations, I'm never really clear how the introduction was actually made. There are two possibilities here. One that the introduction was made somehow through my family, or another that I just started communicating with these people. This actually is a lost-in-time reference here, because I'm not completely clear how I initially made contact with these folk. But as I was developing... I might have been 17 when I first started communicating with them. It might have been prior to Noble Ape, because I think it was the period of time where I wrote polymorphic compilers, having written polymorphic antiviral software. I moved the technology over just a little bit slightly so artists and musicians and other folk who hadn't typically used software would be able to adopt these compilers. Now, I need to use the term here that for folks who are programmers and know polymorphism through things like C++, this is not what the polymorphic compilers was about. It was about taking one type of data structure and mutating it into another type of data structure, at least familial data structures that could be changed independently which is almost what the c++ term polymorphism is like but no doubt i have alienated most of the listeners by this point bohemian artists in terms of existing in spaces typically warehouses these kind of things and having not necessarily minimalism certainly elements around them that were very conducive to producing various kinds of art installations and these kind of things i often reflected that there was probably class bias through this as well meaning that these people typically came from families that were certainly up middle class, certainly well to do, and maybe the bohemian artist of the family was like the one kid that was still you know, somewhat assisted by the family, was able to pursue their career and come back periodically with various art installations and awards and these kind of stuff. And it was all very curious to me. Periodically, I thought about, and this is really the discussion associated with When I left Australia primarily, I mean, my dream was taking a step back. The first time I left Australia, I don't know, I would have been probably 19 at the time. I went to Apple and B and I was staying, funnily enough, in the now utilised homeless, the Excess Homeless Hotel, the, I think it's called the City Centre Hotel, which is about three quarters of a mile from where I currently live, very run down part of town. And that was my first exposure to coming to Silicon Valley. I went into Apple, the fellow who I was supposed to meet and work with at Apple. His wife was hospitalized at the time, so I had to leave within, I think, probably about, I don't know, a couple of hours. And then lo and behold, I was just left at Apple. And because no one else knew what to do with me, I mean, his manager didn't know what to do with me, he left me in the waiting area, the kind of glass waiting area at Apple. And I was there for about three or four hours and then went back to my hotel and then, of course, went back to Australia and had all the warm fuzziness of going back to Australia, having invested so much of your life trying to actually get out of Australia. So the story that I told myself as I was leaving the second time was that if everything failed and I ended up back in Australia, at least I could had enough money to take six months off and just work on an extended musical recording project, you know, becoming a bohemian artist that I'd always wanted to be. Unfortunately, the Rushkov article was written. I came back to the US and progressively also did things like get married and these kind of things, which eliminate the possibility in the medium term of becoming a bohemian artist because one needs to be focused on things like earning a living, providing a roof and these kind of things, you know, all the difficult schmuck stuff that most people get caught up in. But in the back of my mind, I've always wondered what it would be like to continue to be a bohemian artist. I followed some of the folk from the Insect Collective. They were also involved with a fellow called Joe Berger, who I've referenced in previous stone apes, probably earlier stone apes. He had the unfortunate circumstance where he was murdered by his girlfriend's ex-boyfriend with a machete, and that basically affected a lot of these artists, and many of them moved to the US or Europe and these kind of things. And as I don't travel readily in the areas that they are. I haven't had opportunity to see them. Aside from when I was in Berlin, just after the Rushkov article came out, that was my last point of meaningful contact. And aside from that, incidentally, I occasionally meet folk who are more artistically inclined, but never really to the depths of people that have devoted their lifetimes to production. And certainly there's an element primarily shown here with the podcast recordings, where I do appreciate that production and independent production is really an important thing. So, if that is the only candle I can hold to being a bohemian artist through all of this, it is a candle I'll comfortably hold. Tom Barbalay in San Jose, signing out.